0: For the week of October 10th, 2021, this is Mojo Weekly. I am John.
1: Hi, this is Joshua. I leave a message after the beep.
0: <laughs> and here is your news. Josh is on the phone this week. So where are you traveling? Is that what's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm out of town. I'm on my way to uh, uh, Pennsylvania.
0: Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah, just north of
1: Transylvania, if you know what I mean. Hey-o! yo.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, here's the news: uh, the final character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was announced this past week. And Josh, I'm—I bet you're just thrilled.
1: Honestly, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with this. So that was—was was that announced on Tuesday or was it Wednesday or? Uh, I don't know.
0: I think yeah, uh, it was Tuesday. I don't know. It was on Tuesday. Yep.
1: Tuesday. It was on Tuesday on Nintendo Direct. And on Monday, this is the weird thing, on Monday, I was looking through, of all stores, Walmart. And when I was walking through Walmart, I heard the Kingdom Hearts theme song playing over the head. Like, like you know, they play this generic, you know, oh, this is Universal Rock, Walmart music, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And all of, theme, all of a sudden, the Kingdom Hearts theme comes on, and I'm like, why would they be playing the Kingdom Hearts theme song at a Walmart? But, like, okay, that was cool. It was simple. Was it Simple and Clean? Or whatever it's... You know, it's just like when you walk away, you don't make me say, Please, I'll buy back. Don't go simple and clean. It's the way that you're making me
0: feel. Oh, wow. whatever the rest of it is. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. <laughs> Uh, All right, so uh, no longer bearing the lead, Sora from Kingdom Hearts (laughs) is the new character. Uh, I have not played more than a minute of any Kingdom Hearts game, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um,
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. The first first one's great. The only one I ever played through was the first one, and so... Uh, I'm sure you're going to hammer out some more news about that, but uh, hearing about the trilogy coming out on the Switch, I was pretty fucking stoked about that, because I never properly played the second or third games.
0: Yeah, it's coming as like a cloud-based game, so you'll be streaming it to your Switch. Um, How does that work? Which is interesting. I, just, I don't know, I they've, don't get it. they've done it with a handful of other games too, but um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really get it, um, But because I'm old and dumb. What? Um,
1: when is, does
0: it, does it have date, do they have dates on those yet? N- Sorry, I
1: know we're, we're supposed to be talking about Smash Brothers, but fuck, I'm so sick of talking about Smash Brothers. Come on, <laughs> yeah, Sora's and Smash. Who the fuck cares? Okay, yeah, it,
0: it's it's coming the end of the month, I think. Uh, the trilogy, I I oh, cool. could be wrong in that. I don't have that part of it in the news, but um, so so Sora is going to be uh, you know the challenge pack, Challenger Pack Eleven. Uh, he'll be in there, and um, that's going to be uh, six bucks. Uh, are included in the $30 Fighters Pass Volume 2. It also includes a new stage, which is Hollow Bastion, nine music tracks from Kingdom Hearts, and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Um, It's uh, it's going to be out on October 18th.
1: I heard that, so in the trailer, in the big reveal of Sora, I heard that Nintendo paid more money for the Mickey Mouse keychain or the Mickey Mouse lanyard or whatever it is that Sora's holding, than the entirety of the character. Like it was just that bit there. they were like, they're like, that's the cost of uh, Solid Snake and Simon Belmont combined. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, uh, crazy. Got to get that Mickey Mouse money. Um, I'm just I mean,
1: Mickey Mouse and Mario are canon. They're in the same universe, right? Yeah, now
0: they are, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Um, I'm just going to end this little news uh, news bit by saying War- Waluigi was robbed.
1: <laughs> still still no Waluigi. Oh man.
0: Man, what do you think of the Genesis shoot 'em up game Grey Lancer? You got any you got any thoughts on that?
1: No, actually I've never really played that
0: one. I only played it on the uh, Wii Virtual Console, and people were like shitting themselves when that thing was released. They're like, "Holy crap, we're finally getting Grey Lancer!" Blah blah blah. Uh, It didn't do much for me, but it's coming out. Uh, They're 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 re-releasing it on the uh, Playstations, the uh, Xboxes, and the Switch uh, this week in five days on the fifteenth for seven bucks so i'll get a chance to look at it again and be like i don't get it i don't understand why people love this so much but anyway it came
1: out is it just is it just is it just the genesis version like again
0: yeah yeah as far as i know um so it says uh it first came out in 1992 in japan and the first release outside of japan was for the virtual console in 2008 um and uh and a pc version came out in 2016. So uh, it was exclusive to the Sega Mega Drive, released only in Japan, Uh, and, uh, you know, people love it. People love it. I thought it was really boring, but I don't know. I I thought I'd throw this in here in case you knew anything about this, but i just crumple up that piece of news and throw it in the garbage.
1: No, sorry, when you said Genesis Shooter, I thought you were going to go maybe to Thunder Force or those Yeah, are,
0: those are good games. Yeah, exactly, like that shit, I'm like, yeah, and you know, that shit's out on the Switch, you know, so, um, yeah. but this, I, I don't know, maybe I'll give it another look, but man, I'm going to need someone to talk me into it. Anyway, uh, this has been a rumor for a while now, for a couple months, but the Yakuza series creator, uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi, is leaving Sega. And, uh, wow. and also joining him out the door is, uh, the series producer, uh, director and producer Daisuke Sato. So this is big deal, man. Like Negoshi, he's been, he's been in with Sega for decades, I think. Like just, he's one of the old school fucking Sega guys. Um, and from what I understand, this has not been confirmed, but this was part of the rumor from like a couple months ago is that, uh, a a Chinese game company just made him an offer he couldn't refuse. So he's out the door and, uh, he's going to be, he's going to be kind of given, uh, free reign to do whatever he wants. So it's a big deal.
1: Well, that's a big, that that is a big deal. Yeah.
0: The, uh, the... You
1: said, you said decades though, do you by chance have offhand any other games he'd you know, producer. monkey ball or.
0: boy, monkey ball. He was a creator shit. of the monkey yep. ball series. Yeah. Well
1: then, yeah, that is a big deal.
0: Damn. Yeah. He's been there for a long ass time, long ass time. So that's interesting. Uh, Yakuza's continuing though, you know, like, uh, the studio is still going to continue churning those out every few months. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, bla- yeah. So we'll all be able to blast room. I still haven't bought lost judgment yet. I got too much shit to play, but I'll get to lost judgment soon. Uh, and then finally, uh, I always have to report on news when it's about Onion Games. Uh, so their next game, Monamore, will launch on Switch this week uh, for nine bucks. I've already got it pre pre ordered. It's a one button insta death kissing action game. Yes, that's right, a uh, kissing action game. So these are the people who brought us Tulip uh, after all. Um, so oh, and, and and Dandy Dungeon and um blackbird and moon and games like that so um, here's 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 what they have to say about the game there's a 99 percent ja- chance you'll instantly die as soon as you press start that's Moore. Uh, welcome to our pastel colored world of wonder where love is diversity survive the gauntlet in this pixelated land and you may kiss your princess and all 64 of her loyal subjects One button is all you need in this flappy kissing game. So this game looks like Flappy Bird a little bit, uh, except you got to just like kiss a bunch of people. Um, I I shouldn't say it looks like Flappy Bird. It seems like it plays a bit like Flappy Bird. Um, So, yeah, I I love the wacky shit these guys put out. So I I tend to pick up whatever they're laying down. As long as they're a couple bucks each i think it sounds interesting right? <laughs> yeah exactly and uh that's it for our news my friend it is time for the new releases
1: oh man here we go
0: this is a big week dude big week because uh uh you know headlining uh the new releases this week is back for blood uh, the Left for Dead spiritual successor coming to everything except for Switch. And it, it will also be day and date on Game Pass. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty pumped for that shit. Uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut, coming to the Xboxes and the Switch. That's cool. Nice. Monster Crown coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The, the Ori Collection makes its way from Xboxes over to the Switch, so that's cool. Microsoft continues to uh, put some of their games over on the Switch. It's pretty neat. Yep. Slender, The Arrival on uh, mobile phones. Dungeon Encounters on PS4, Switch, and PC. The Jackbox Party Pack 8 for everything. Hmm. Yeah, people love that Jackbox shit, man. I should check it out sometime. Good party game. Seems like a good party game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those are the you don't know Jack games, right? Like yeah, they used to be on the PlayStation. Yeah, I remember enjoying those at parties and stuff. They're fun.
0: Yeah, uh, the Rift Breaker on uh, the next gen consoles and PC. Crisis Remastered Trilogy. This thing's coming to everything, including Switch. Uh, yeah. Demon Slayer: Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Yo- uh, the Hinokami Chronicles. People love this demon slayer shit, man. You've been watching that show?
1: I haven't, but all my kids are in love with it. They talk about it nonstop, and they want to cosplay and or dress up as the characters for Halloween. Yeah,
0: my kids love it too, man. Especially Zach. He's all about that damn show. He thought season two was coming out two weeks ago, so he was like lining up, you know, like a sleepover so his buds could come over and fucking like binge it all in one night. And then uh, the season two was delayed, so. Anyway, he was super bummed. Uh, Anyway, that shit's coming to everything. Uh, NHL 22 coming to everything except for Switch. And then finally, The Good Life coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. You getting anything this week?
1: (sighs) I don't think so, man.
0: Nothing for you? Nothing for you? Uh,
1: I know that Left 4 Dead sequel, that might be something you'd be interested but i never even played a left for dead game so so
0: much fun man grab three of your friends and slay some zombies it's a good time it's a good time
1: uh is it online or is it
0: yeah 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 it's a good time all right time for dale and his retro recap
2: hey mojo weekly listeners this is dale and welcome back to this week's recap of the latest retro re-releases remasters and remakes as always, credit for this goes to GSK from Retronauts.com and LimitedRunGames.com. Let's get to it. Hitting physical this week, just a couple days ago saw the release of Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania for PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One and Series consoles, and the Switch via most retailers for $40. And that is a, is a remaster of the... First two Super Monkey Ball games for GameCube and features some minor all-new remakes of the story mode from Super Monkey Ball 2, but collects all of the stages and challenges from the first two Super Monkey Ball games, the party and mini games only from the second Super Monkey Ball which is worth stressing because the first Super Monkey Ball had an excellent Monkey Target mode, which there's still another solid one in the second game, but I I like to nitpick. And uh, it also includes all the other bonus games and stages and all new updated HD visuals and updated optional arranged music. Uh, Make sure to check out the DLC options for this one too because there are extra characters ranging from Sega classics like Jet Set Radio's Beat and, and all the way to obscure unlockable characters like actual physical dreamcast and saturn consoles just inside a ball uh if you want more information on this Gamesack has a very extensive uh review of this on their youtube channel alan wake remastered is available physically this week as well for the ps4 ps5 xbox one and series and the pc via epic game store for thirty dollars and this Stephen King-esque mystery thriller is one of my all-time favorite 360 games. It was formerly exclusive to the 360 before seeing a PC release a few years later, but now, well, I'm just super ecstatic that more people will get ex- will get a chance to experience this former Xbox exclusive because the remaster is available on all platforms and includes both DLC episodes along with director commentary by Sam Lake and updated HD graphics. It's original soundtrack is this week's background music so do not discount this one if you have missed out on it because hey this is a perfect time of the year for two all right now both both of these games super monkey ball banana mania and alan Wake remastered are available digital digitally this week as well other digital releases this week sees two entries a few entries, actually, from the arcade archives. First up is Genpei Den, also re- had a localized title known as the Genji and the Heiki Clans. It is an action game that Namco first released in arcades in 1986. It did see a release in America many years later on the fourth volume of the Namco Museum on PS1. It is an action game that splits off into multiple horizontal and over- or overhead perspectives of combat throughout play. Two more Namco hits, Pac-Man and Xevious, arrive on PS4 just a couple weeks after their Switch debuts. All three of these games go for $8. The G-Mode Archives released this week. Tantai Kibikoa, Ryusuke jenkin Don Volume 7, Otanare Kaiji no Susuwa Mimo is an early 2000s Japanese mobile port where a search for a missing dog leads to a grander mystery in-store, and that is available only in Japan for the Switch for 500 yen. Finally, to wrap things up, is an English fan translation patch available for the PlayStation game Community Palm from the user or company Leipemco, and uh, it comes from the same... That game is made by the same developers that made the cult-hit fighting game uh, Asuka 120% Burning Fest, and it is a Zelda-esque action-adventure game that, well, it's now available in English via fan translation. All right, that wraps it up for this week. Make sure to check out the MojoMenace.com forums where you can find more show notes for all this week's releases. Back to you, John and Jash.
0: dale and his retro recap josh my friend it is time for the spotlight this week it is not a game spotlight but rather a game console spotlight um i'm going to be talking to you about the nintendo switch oled edition which is uh you're not on video today so you can't see me this time which is a bummer so i'm gonna have to try to describe this to you just like i'm gonna try to describe it to our listeners um this is a sexy beast this thing Um, and so I'm just going to cut right to it. The biggest feature on this thing is its namesake, the OLED screen, and it is a gorgeous screen. Um, it really, it really is. It pops, man, it pops. And, and the screen is, uh, about, I don't know, three quarters of an inch or so, uh, larger, uh, more, more viewings, uh, viewing area than the original switch. Um, and, uh, and so it is it is a beautiful screen um, and and the difference is uh noticeable immediately when you load it up like even the damn menu looks gorgeous you know um really yeah yeah it is it is really wonderful looking so i'm going to go through some of the new features and then i'm going to talk to you about whether this thing is worth it or not so other than, other than the beautiful screen again pops like crazy the darks or the blacks are black you know um making uh making the the colors really pop um, it. Other than that, you know the Joy Cons, they're the same. They're just in this version, at least they're white. Um, and uh, yeah. And uh, the other biggest feature is a ridiculous. It's ridiculous that this is one of the biggest features, but is the kickstand is no longer useless. Um, the <laughs> kickstand, kickstand is no longer just a you know half inch wide piece of flappy plastic that breaks all the time. Uh, it now runs. Yeah. It now runs the span, the entire span of the actual switch. Not only that, uh, but it is also uh, adjustable. So you can have it like sitting almost straight up and down, or you can have it laying almost flat using the using the kickstand and it's really, really nice. it's it, the hinge is very tight doesn't feel like it's gonna break on you or snap like that other piece of garbage. Um, so yeah so really really nice. Um, beyond that, um, the buttons. Uh, on the on the on the switch itself like the power button volume button etc a um, little different you know they're a little different uh, so there's a little difference there uh, the game card uh, slot um, they changed it a little bit and I gotta say I don't really care for it um, on the on the cool. o- on the OG switch it had like a little uh, a little gap in there so you could fit your fingernail right in there and just pop it open well this one right it's, it's a very narrow gap, so you kind of got to get your fingernail in there and, and it takes a moment to pop open. You can kind of hear me. Hold on. There it is. Yeah. Really? That's, that's ASMR. That's that's us doing that right there. <laughs> uh, um, so I don't care for it. It's harder to open. Um, so that's one thing where I'm... And it's super minor. Like, who gives a fuck about this? Um, but uh, But beyond that, man... The reason I'm talking about such little minutia as that is because that's really it. Those are the differences. Um, it's a uh, it's it's a nice revision because of the screen. It's really beautiful. Um, and I will say yeah. that um, when I go back to the old Switch because I was like comparing them side by side. So I played a bunch of like Cotton Reboot on this thing, and my God, it looks oh, beautiful. Sure, yeah. Um, and then I went back and played it on my old Switch, which I've given to my oldest son. And I'm like, huh, yeah, you definitely notice the difference when you go back. And you're like, I don't want to go back to this, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But other than that, like, there's nothing, there's no horsepower, additional horsepower under the hood here. Um, they're, mm. they're, the Joy-Cons are just the straight-up Joy-Cons. So um, as far as we know, they haven't uh, improved them anymore over the old ones. There's really no difference. Um, everything is backwards compatible with the old switch uh the the dock is different Good. Um, the dock is different uh it's it's uh it's at least my model is white it's got a little different switch logo on it a different size so big deal nobody cares the inside of the dock yeah. uh, is shiny and uh, your switch fits very very snugly into it um, inside the dock there is also an uh, an ethernet port, which was not in the OG switch. So you can hardwire right. your, your switch and, uh, get your, get your smash smash matches, you know, lightning fast without, you know, any problems with, like, uh, over wi Um, other right. than that, it's, it's the same other, Oh, well, I guess, you know, the back plate, you know how there was a hinge on the back plate of that, um, of the dock. Yeah. Well now it's not a hinge. It just pops off, which I found to be a weird choice, but I guess, I don't know, whatever. Um, it's it's really very very minor, insignificant, and unimportant to me. So my point here is is that unless you are dying to uh, play this thing and you know get a get a, um, a really beautiful screen, uh, stick with your normal Switch, man. Um, you know the the, the, yeah. the the body of it is 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 nicer of the actual Switch itself. You know, it's it's uh it's it's got like the the housing is like a is, is feels sturdier, it looks more premium, but man, um I would say the only reason to buy this is if you're just a dork like me who always buys uh <laughs> the, the the Nintendo revisions, um or if yeah. or if you don't have a Switch, you know, um oh, yeah true yeah if this is your first Switch or if you, if you're in the market for a Switch this is the one to get. Um, it's, it's definitely sturdier. The screen's beautiful. It's the best looking handheld screen I've ever seen. Um, and that, inclu- wow. that includes the Vita OLED. Um, I feel like this one's better. Um, it's definitely got more real estate, so that probably helps, but, uh, um, yeah, but if you just, if you've got the OG switch or, you know, that one minor revision that they put out a year or two ago, um, just ride with that, you know, ride with that, uh, for a little while longer. It's
1: not worth it. it's. it's- Three fifty, right? It's, yeah, you? it's
0: fifty bucks more than the OG Switch. I would say if this is your first Switch, I'd say it's worth upgrading, getting the upgrade, because um, it really, yeah. it really. I I play a lot of Switch handheld anyway, but this sure. this I'm like this looks better than my fucking beautiful 4k tv downstairs you know Um, it's just beautiful the screen is gorgeous so i'm like i'm gonna play a bunch of games you know that i would normally play on my tv i'm gonna play them on the handheld because damn it they're beautiful um so and and it's not a 4k screen you know it's the same old same old switch um which is weird you know we've all been waiting for the 4k switch but it doesn't seem to be coming anytime soon Although Bloomberg seems to think that it's coming next year, which would really piss me off. But um, yeah, but anyway, so if this is your first Switch, grab it. Grab this one instead. If you've got the OG Switch and you feel like, yeah, that's good enough, it totally is good enough. Okay. Oh, good. All right. All right. So, Josh, Josh, that leads me to our last question. You ready for it? Oh my Lord.
1: I am ready for it this time.
0: All right, give me your favorite console revision. So, the console that came out—that's your uh, that that they revised and put out a new edition, like the maybe the PS Four Slim or something like that. Your favorite console revision? Wow. Um.
1: Hmm. You know, you'd think I'd go with something like the top loader NES or. Uh, Maybe what? What about controller revisions? Because, like, think about the uh, the Duke on the Xbox or the the Sega Saturn original controller versus the one that they wound up going with with the, the Japanese style one.
0: Well, that I would think be go
1: with something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I guess that's something different. But but I think what I would wind up going with, and, and this is maybe just me being crazy, um, is is actually the DS. I think it was the DS that went to the DS Lite or the DSi. Yep.
0: DS Lite. Yeah.
1: I I think that would be it because the DS itself was was. Kind of a big hokey, horky-looking handheld, and it was it was nice, and it was really revolutionary—the touchscreen and everything. You know, there was a lot of really great games that came out on it, and completely backwards compatible with the GBA. You know, it was really cool. Um, but man, when that that uh, DSI or DS Lite came out, mm-hmm. oh, the screen was the screen was nicer. Both the screens were the same size. Uh, the buttons felt better. Everything about it felt better. Yeah, and uh, I think I go with that. Or maybe it was the DSi XL. Or I don't remember which one it was, but well, so to, so the
0: to... the first console revision for the DS was the DS Lite, and that was going to be my answer as well. Um, the DSi okay. came. The DSi came later in the '86, the Game Boy Advance slot. So everybody kind of hated that. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I
1: think the DS Lite then, because I loved being able to play GBA games. I remember the GBA games kind of sticking out a little bit and me being like, I don't know if I like that, but I, I was okay with it on the Micro. You yeah. know, the Game Boy Micro had that, too. So it wasn't too bad. Um, and then being able to play, you know, have a DS game in the slot and a GBA game in some games, some games actually kind of work together like that, where it's like, oh, you like this game or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that was pretty cool. So I, th- I would say the DSi, I think that was a really nice
0: DS Lite. Um, DS know, Lite.
1: update. Yeah sorry the DS lite yeah, yeah the DS lite was a really nice update to the that would probably be the best one even though I'm not a huge DS fan
0: oh man DS my favorite handheld ever but um I so I said that it was going to be my answer the DS lite but mm-hmm. then I was like wait a minute you dope why would you say the DS lite the turbo duo is my answer that's my answer. Well, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. I guess that is, yeah, no. Okay. That is, that is the best answer. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Because, man, it, uh, Yeah, it, the it, Turbo Duo is I,
0: perfect. I've never been crazy about the Turbo Graphics uh, uh, form factor, like the, the, the style yeah. of it. Uh, that Turbo Duo, though, man, that thing is sexy as fuck. And it combined yeah, the yeah. it combined the hue cards and the, the CDs and then it gave the RAM update and you know, the you know the system yep. card update and everything. Oh man! Yeah, it
1: had everything. It yep. had the Super CD uh, mm. uh, ability to basically it was three consoles in one right out of the box.
0: Yep, it, such okay, a great console. CD,
1: Super CD and hue cards. Yeah. yeah so well, beautiful. Yeah. No, I mean, okay, that that's 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 the perfect one. Right <laughs> yeah, you know, the CDX too. Yeah, the CDX was cool, too.
0: That was very cool. Very cool. But uh, nostalgia nostalgia makes me go with the Turbo Duo. All right, that is it for us. Uh, If you want more of our stuff, you can go to uh, mojomenace.com, where we have forums. mojomenace.com slash forums on the top right of that page. You'll find a link to our Discord chat. You can go in there and chat about all sorts of stuff all the time. Uh, On YouTube, we're at Mojo Menace. Same with Twitch on all the social medias. We're at Mojo Menace. And Josh, where can they find you?
1: Well, you could talk to me about gaming, about wrestling, about running, about being a father. Anyway, (laughs) I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. Follow me at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscores. It's the most important underscore in all of the Internet.
0: All right, that's it for us. Talk to you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.